0: or good evening and welcome
1: to the vanguard for spike only makes noise with a z cohen i am matt wright and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom
2: hey everybody oh that's my phone that's one of us i was gonna say that's one of us okay good that was a much easier problem than i thought it might be hey everybody how are you doing
1: <laughs> whoo man this is I man, okay, this new streaming software is so good it's scary because uh I don't think anything's actually working.
2: It can't possibly I be working so, f- for it to be working so easily. Right,
1: because it was way it was way too easy. <laughs>
2: Woo. And yeah, here yeah, we somebody are. Checking
1: in from, we've got Jason Willis checking in from Williston, North Dakota.
2: Jason Willis That's- with his with his uh elderberry Restaurant or whatever, what is it? What what did mold, mulberry? He has a he has a restaurant with berries. Oh, you got a mulberry mold, restaurant up there. Be, elderberry, it's... something berry. This is a berry restaurant. Jason Willis, thing. tell us about your berries.
1: Right. That sounds so. That sounds like we're propositioning him.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what I'm what I'm going for here. Um, Woo. and Key Man, Taub I... on uh, Periscope says, "Hey guys, hey Key Taub I hope I'm saying Thanks that right." Tab. Um, I mean, it's a tw- it's a Twitter handle or something. right? Yeah, I
1: don't know much about Periscope. <laughs> all right, uh, first yeah, we're learning foremost. about we're
2: all learning about Periscope together, guys. We're we're new to Periscope, so uh, bear with us. But thank you for all of our Periscope first, followers.
1: Yes, first and foremost, allow me to thank Grassroots Cava House for the cava that I drink on this and every episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom,
2: and allow me to thank Kroger. For this delicious purified drinking water that I drink on this and every episode of the Mighty Waters of Freedom. Bulavanaka.
1: Bulavanaka. We've got uh Mr. Adam Freeman. So I'm gonna tell a fun story about Mr. Adam Freeman, who's been nice. a guest on my show and he's called into uh he's called into the others. Um, so Adam uh Adam, uh, he's been in Texas for months now, Okay. many months, M- many a moon, they would say in Texas, I'm certain. And um, okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, sure. he's been in Texas for many a moon. And mm-hmm. on his way back, on his way back mm-hmm. uh, to visit this past week, he sent me a message and he said, hey, man, what's your schedule like this week? I want to get together because I really miss you. And I was like, man, that's really sweet. Yeah. And we start about, you know, I was like, you know, I got muddied water stuff and, uh, that. and he was like, well, let's get together. Cause you know, maybe we can, uh, come up with some kind of cool business plan for muddied waters and you guys can, um, you know, potentially make, uh, start making some more money. And, uh, I was like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. That that'd would be, be awesome. A good, I like that. Right? right. All of that sounds really great. Mm hmm. He did not call me once
2: the entire time he was here. Yep. So I <laughs> guess we got some more creepy Adam uh, memes coming up.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I When I stepped up the creepy Adam memes to the other ones that I actually got a uh, very, very, I got in trouble for. Um, they, they
2: were pretty dark, a couple of them.
1: Yeah, they, yeah, they were pretty dark. Um, but uh, when I got in trouble for those, I was like, okay, I gotta take a little bit of a break because people are apparently getting offended by
2: creepy Adam. Somehow,
1: yeah, don't know why. I don't know why.
2: No, no idea. That'll have to remain a mystery. But you, you have to respond to. Uh, you have to respond to the uh, to the crowd. We're being asked some questions. Uh, Jason Lyons sent me. Thank you, Jason. Uh, what's your angle? Um, our angle is basically, um, <laughs> we talk about,
1: I uh, it's, uh, acute over obtuse.
2: Yes. Um, yes, I don't, I'm not good at <laughs> geometry. Uh, but we, uh, <laughs> we, we're not, we're not a, well, we're a right angle, a matte right angle. Huh? Huh? Right angle. Um, it's 90 degrees. Um, no, what we we talk about the week's events Warmest and part uh, of
1: the house is in the corner. What's that? Warmest part of the house is in the corner.
2: Yeah, because it's ninety degrees. Yes. So we talk about the week's events, and um, then I rant, and Matt tolerates it. It's yep. great. It's a lot. It's a lot better than that sounds. But that's also a good description of it. Yeah. So. Um, the week's news, Matt. There were the some news. things that happened this week.
0: There are some
1: things, and um, I, I I was really happy to be able to put a fun one at the beginning this
2: week. Yes, I'm I'm happy. I'm going to let you lead with it because I have absolutely no idea what this is about.
1: So this is a real free market win, guys. <laughs> like this is just proof that the free market just unabashedly holds no bounds because it was proven. And I'm going to say that again, proven, and if you're listening on SoundCloud, that was in quotes, uh, that Taco Bell hot sauces save lives, which is just fantastic news for anybody who uh, frequents America's best Mexican restaurant, Taco Bell. Um, (laughs) That was on a poll of Americans from 2018. Don't blame me for that.
2: There was a poll that said that Taco Bell was America's best Mexican restaurant
1: yeah yeah <laughs> okay, um,
2: so let's go back to something that does show that the market uh uh is good um so all right go ahead go ahead
1: a, a story came out last uh, sometime last week okay. um where one guy uh was stranded in a snowstorm in his car, could not move, couldn't do anything, and he survived for like a week on nothing but the leftover. <laughs> Taco Bell hot sauces oh that God. were in his car. <laughs> <laughs> so he lived, he lived. he lived through Ooh. a snowstorm. <laughs> and then, to follow that up, I believe this was yes it was yesterday or the day before. I can't remember when I was reading this article. but um, yesterday or the day before, uh, another man who was from here in the wonderful state of Florida, um, this looks he- like
2: a Florida story.
1: It does. Yeah. He gets up from his table. He gets up from his table to go get some more fire sauce or whatever sauce was his sauce. I'm I'm not going to judge him. If he went for the mild, like whatever, get your mild on man, do whatever you want. And, um, he, uh, while he is at the, at the counter, a 77 year old man, 77, yeah. 77 year old man, uh, drives his SUV through the front window Of every Taco Bell and hits the table the guy was going to be sitting at. So the fact that he got up to get sauces saved his life. So Taco Bell sauce saves lives.
2: Just in the last week, two of them.
1: Just in the last week, too. Twice. So Two people alive today because of Taco Bell. Because
2: specifically because of Taco Bell hot sauce.
1: And you know it's the fire sauce. It's got to be the fire
2: sauce. I would... I'm just trying to picture... Especially if it's the fire sauce, subsisting on that, subsiding, subsisting, living off Subs- of that for a here. week, and what that must feel like—the old, <laughs> the old, the old tum tum—I'm
1: uh, pretty certain I know what that feels like.
2: <laughs> I can imagine. So it wasn't a pleasant life for that week, for for a myriad uh, of reasons, but but he lived.
1: And that's really that's all that really matters,
2: and he can get he can get therapy for the rest of his life, physical <laughs> and emotional. Well, that's good so well free that, I, the, the free, free market, market apparently does work it it, provide. it does provide it provides free hot sauce. that's the other thing so you know, we see one extreme where in socialist countries, people are eating zoo animals and tree bark to survive and then we see the other extreme where subsisting thank you irish of idaho, idaho says subsisting thank you that's what i thought it was but um if you had said subsiding i would have said that's what i thought it was uh but you know they're they're you know finding anything they can just to eat to live and then here uh in the obese states of america uh there's literally free sauce packets everywhere like uh we were out of town over the weekend, and um, and I was uh, I had made something at our hotel room because I eat most of my own, most of the meals I make, I make myself, and I didn't have any salt, and so I walked to a Wendy's and grabbed a bunch of salt, and they were fine with it; they didn't care, and nope. they're gonna get their money back because we go to Wendy's a lot, so they'll be fine. But that's the free market, and if we I had going to a lot of Wendy's, what's that? You don't go to a lot of Wendy's. I do not. We, yeah. <laughs> the family, the Cohen household, goes to Wendy's oh, a lot. Okay. Yeah, the Cohen household goes to Wendy's a lot. This Cohen goes eats a lot of salmon, but the um, the uh, you know, but they, but they were fine with that. And if we had get, gotten stuck in a snowstorm in South Carolina uh, in uh, March, we would have had enough salt in our car to have hypertension for a week until someone found us um irish of idaho says i could live off my sauce drawer for a month that's i think we have a lot of sauces in our car i think
1: i'm gonna have to go with irish of idaho here i believe that i could also live off of the uh i believe they call it a packy drawer um i think i could live off of the random sauces in the packy drawer
2: who calls it a packy drawer
1: Man, I don't know. I learned it on Black Jeopardy on SNL. Okay.
2: <laughs> was this a result of your episode with with Chris last week? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> what did, What do you call the drawer with the hot sauce? In? Oh, that's the package drawer. Oh, okay, that's the package drawer. That's the package drawer. Oh, okay, I see what you're doing there. Locks. Yes, yeah. Jason Wilkes knows about locks, specifically Nova locks, but um, we're yes, not going to do that with this. I still want to know what the berry is called. It's like, uh, it's not, isn't it's not mulberry. It's something. It's like two syllables, and it's not elderberry. It's like, just tell us about the berry. Um, so that's a good thing that happened this week. We of course have to talk about. This is my best segue that you're going to get on the show. Uh, the terrible thing that happened this last week, which is of course, um, the mass killing of. Uh, Muslims in Syria by the U.S. military. Oops, uh, sorry. Um, I meant the, uh, oops, did I say that? The mass killing of Muslims uh, in a mosque in New Zealand by Brenton Tarrant. That's the the kind of mass killing of Muslims that's bad.
1: That's the bad
2: kind. As opposed to the other type of mass killings of Muslims that isn't, that's not mass killings of Muslims, that's democratic mass killings of Muslims. Way different.
1: That's for freedom.
2: It's for freedom. It's way, 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 way different. We are much freer because of that. But So uh, a guy named Brenton Tarrant, who is apparently a frequenter of both 4chan and 8chan, two chans. I did not know that 8chan was a real thing. There's a real thing, and I'm not sure why they had to create two chans. I assume there was some kind of chan war. That uh, I'd love to know about now, but um, but yeah. So uh, uh, he's a uh, frequenter of the Chans, um, who decided that he was fed up. And he, he's Australian, but I guess he lived in New Zealand, and he was fed up with, ironically, people immigrating to New Zealand. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> not from Australia. Uh, but so he he got upset about that, and he wrote this uh, pretty uh, pretty a lengthy manifesto which was kind of a combination of standard uh white nationalist propaganda some little bit of echo terrorism echo fascism thrown in echo there fas- for good measure yeah, echo fash like echo fash thrown in there that's another thing to look up when i look up 8chan um and uh couple of little uh uh trolling references uh, in the video, he said to subscribe to PewDiePie, um, which I'm sure he's thrilled about. I'm sure PewDiePie is thrilled about that.
1: Oh, yeah. He, he was super excited about that. Did he, Has
2: he responded to that?
1: Yeah. No, uh, he responded to it. Like, a bunch of people had to respond to the entire thing. Um, but PewDiePie was like,
2: not my guy. Not <laughs> my guy. If you want to subscribe, that's great. But don't kill anybody. I'm, I'm I don't want to kill any Muslims. Um so uh so he 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 puts out this thing where he says, among other things, that his his ideal country is China, communist China, uh that he was inspired to become an ethno-nationalist from playing uh Spyro the Dragon 3, and uh that he also learned to kill people and floss on them from playing Fortnite. There's just a lot of trolling in his manifesto. It would be funny Man, if he I didn't. Almost, What's that?
1: I almost went with Spike is better at flossing than you, Cohen.
2: Today that would have been apropos. Maybe uh, not apropos. <laughs> ap- in 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 a way, it is apropos, but then also, please don't. Um, uh, but uh, so then, it, so then he he apparently live streamed after he put out this manifesto. He then live streamed, hopefully not using restream, but he was on more than one platform, so God knows how he did that. Maybe right. he figured out Nginx. Uh, but he uh he he streamed from his GoPro as he drove to a mosque. Actually two mosques, but the, the the one that's in the video is he drove to one mosque. Uh and while he was driving there he played um songs that were referenced to stuff for, he played a song called Remove Kebab and a couple of other 4chan related songs that they got. Um and then he pulled into the... Uh, and I, I made myself watch it because I do this show and my show. And I figured I need to know what I'm talking about here. And I kind of I wish I hadn't. He pulled into the, the uh, side parking lot, walks into the... Get, gets out his gun, uh, gets out his uh, one of his rifles. I think actually two of his rifles. Goes in and just starts shooting up the place. Uh, kills a bunch of people that were in the main prayer area. Goes back out to his car. Gets... Uh, gets more magazines and rifles uh and another i think another rifle comes back in and goes around basically just shooting uh each individual person to make sure they were dead it was it was almost like watching someone who was like a pest control person spraying ants like that's how casually he was just murdering these people uh and then he goes yeah. back to i think goes back to his car again gets a shotgun goes out and just starts looking for people in the parking lot to shoot oh and it, I, at one point he was also just shooting people in the street um then he runs off um and or drive gets in his car drives off goes a few blocks up to what i believe was a hospital shoots that up and then as he's driving to the next mosque his uh video cut off um we know that when he got to the second mosque A one of the parishioners, one of the Muslims there, uh, choke cherry. Choke cherry.
1: (laughs) I saw that like five minutes ago. I was just like, "Ah, we're right in the middle of this. I'm not interrupting.
2: Choke cherry. So then he drives and shoots out of his windshield at the the. Oh no, we already said that. So a Muslim guy with a gun, I guess, either fired it at him or in the air or something, and scared him off. Which kind of tells you a story about. What would have happened if more of those Muslims had had guns? uh, How many, how fewer people would have died as a result? There was actually a guy in the first mosque who tried to tackle him and he shot him as he was coming up to him. And I think, well, there's someone that, you know, if he had had a gun, maybe only two or three people would have died as opposed to 50.
1: And then it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been world news. Well, he did live stream it, so it, it would have been world news
2: it would have been world news but it wouldn't have been what it is i mean this is you know uh this was a a pretty pretty gruesome thing that he did someone said uh, uh breakman 70 said uh what kind of rifles did he use i'm not sure i know it was two different types of semi-auto rifles and a, what i believe is like a 12 gauge shotgun um yeah. i don't and know the, the specifics the way,
1: and the way i look at that is i don't really care which one yeah, he yeah that's use because i mean that's to me that's irrelevant. i he could have gone in there with a knife and stabbed 49 people and i would have looked at it that you know
2: it's an awful
1: situation or he could have um,
2: made a nitrogen bomb and driven his car into the place and killed yeah. probably more people um i mean the whole thing is is ridiculous one one of our commenters gary the king uh three uh is saying that he believes he was a government agent that's a theory i've heard a couple times that his his plan here was to um you know, create a situation where, in fact, I think he references that in his manifesto, where he wants to, whether he was a government agent or not, he made it clear that he wanted the left to respond basically the way they're responding—to you know, make certain types of speech illegal, to uh, ban certain types of wef- weapons, and to trigger this uh, uh, this war that he believes white nationalists will win, or if you believe the conspiracy that he did this knowing that this would help the left uh, the international, you know, left and that they would, you know, be able to pass more gun control and things like that. So I, I don't, you know, someone said of which government, I don't know what to tell you there. I, so, I mean, I personally don't think he was a government agent. I don't think they're above doing something like that. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. He could be, I don't, what do you think?
1: I, I don't think he was a government agent. Um, I think he was just another whack job, who just, you know, yeah, I mean. for for all intents and purposes was just out there, and he wants his he wants his fame, and this is the best way he knows how to do it. Um, that's just that's just kind of what I think about that one. Like, it's it's a tra- it's a tragic event that happened. It's, it's an so awful tragic. event that happened, in like. I I, like you. I watched the video um, because, like, the circumstances in which I watched the video, I wasn't planning on watching it there, but uh, I watched it while sitting on a very public street and while people were walking by and looking at my screen. And I lied and told them it was a video game that was very realistic because I didn't want them to think the new Doom. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm just sitting here at this. Tabletop bar in downtown St. Pete, watching this guy mow down, mow down on Muslims in New Zealand. Um, I was like, no, it's a new realistic video game. Yeah, oh, okay. And kept extreme, us,
2: like, extremely Man. realistic. I'll, I'll tell you but, something. I I worry that this is going to inspire people to do this. I actually had thought before. I'm like, someone's going to take a GoPro, and this was probably years ago now. But I'm like, someone's going to take a GoPro and kill people and that's going to be a thing like that's like you know it's just it's something that's going to happen because everyone's doing stuff with gopro the quality is so good they can live stream now directly from the gopro like um uh it's kind of scary to me a couple comments here gary the king says the left and right are one group using hegelian dialectic to control your lives that's correct yeah i mean they're they're all part of the same authoritarian rope-a-dope that they do back and forth and we've we've talked about that quite a bit um uh, Irish of Idaho says, uh, "Should the video and manifesto be public?" I. That's actually
1: I'd, that's a really good question. That is a really good question. Yeah. Uh, because yes, but uh, I
2: mean yes. Yeah, uh, I, I, I. I. That's.
1: A simple answer. But like, people were the at the rate that they were being shared initially. I see why Facebook and other places were taking everything down. Um, I can understand that, but as far as should it be public, yeah, it should absolutely be public. It shouldn't. It's a. It's up to a private company on whether or not they want it to be on their platform, but it should be out there for you to
2: be able to find. That's the thing, if right? You, like, so if you, yeah, if you want to find it. Like Facebook and YouTube and, and the rest shouldn't be required to show it or whatever. Like if it violates their standards of, of what they want to have on their platform in the same way that like if someone said, hey, I want to watch this in your house. I know I already watched it and I didn't want to watch it then. So I don't want to watch it now. So I, I that's one thing. But to say uh, and someone mentioned the the person that I don't know if they actually got 14 years or they're facing 14 years for sharing the video. And someone said, well, yeah, but they were sharing it saying they supported it. 14 years,
0: 14
2: any years. 14 days, you can't criminalize not liking someone or, or, or hating someone. You can't criminalize, you shouldn't criminalize these things. You definitely shouldn't criminalize sharing a video. Let's take that to the logical conclusion. Right now, we have people denying that, for example, the Holocaust happened. Okay. Now, let's say we made it illegal to show any evidence that the Holocaust happened. I mean that's ridiculous. Yep. Like I, I, that's 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 absurd. And 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 no, I I don't think anyone's gonna watch that video, who wasn't already hateful of Muslims and go, yeah, this is a good thing. I think if anything, someone well, who was on the fence about it would look at that and be horrified that you know, like okay, I may have a problem with Muslims or I may be scared of Muslims or whatever, but I I don't want them to be killed like they're you know ants you know or, or rats or something like it, it it's I, it should absolutely be public it's
1: i i do understand that the risk of copy uh the risk of copycat is real um i get that like I, right. I i do understand that point but like you said for somebody to be like okay yeah this is what i'm gonna do they have to have like a predilection towards hating that group or desiring to do harm that kind of harm to somebody it's not something like it's okay, well, this is what I'm going to do today because I saw it. Because I
2: watched this, right.
1: If if that's the case, like video games, movies,
2: books. Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes, yeah. I remember growing up and watching Bug Bunny, Bugs Bunny, dress up like a woman, kiss Elmer Fudd, Straight up on the lips, so hard that he actually rose from the bench that they were on and got all red, and then he shot him in the face. Yep. Show of hands: Who motivated? Who who got motivated by that to be a murderous transsexual furry?
1: <laughs> we have no way to know how many people's hands just went up.
2: I am. Show, somewhat nervous sound about off. how many hands might be raised right now.
1: Right, sound off in the comments if you yeah, if you if, in- if,
2: if if Looney Tunes uh, inspired you to become a murderous trans furry, furry. Um, just just n- hit us in the old comments there because because um, that's uh, maybe don't do that actually. Maybe just keep that to yourself and your and your right. and your your medical. Irish of Idaho says you caught me. It, there's always one. There's always one. Um, there's always one.
1: So I would have been it. Would have been Adam Freeman. Honestly, that would have been my bet. A but,
2: meme uh, is coming about that Adam. By the way, <laughs> since you miss us. Um, but uh, <laughs> but um, the.
0: Uh, I thought you just turned that
2: into us. <laughs> I per- yeah, you know course. what? Don't talk we're to. We're don't we're, deal with Matt that way. One we yeah. <laughs> we if you do that to Matt, you're doing more. that to me now. Like you don't know, don't treat my Matt that way. Um, I'm completely derailed from what we were talking about. Muslims. Um, we're talking about an awful event that. We're talking about a mass murder. Um, we're against mass murder, by the way. We here at Money Waters Media are strongly, strongly against mass murder um, of any kind, um, including the one that happened in Syria. Um, uh, the next day. So um Candace uh, Owens got a shout out from the uh, Brenton Tarrant the uh, the, the yeah. He said that he was inspired by her but that her views were a bit too extreme for him. Which is ah. <laughs> That's I mean that's just some that's just great trolling. That it, 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 what makes me upset Obviously, beside outside of the obvious, I'm upset that 50 people were murdered and 40 others were harmed, and there more than likely be more people that get murdered. Outside of that, I hate how good some of the trolling was in this manifesto, and that I can't like we can't appreciate it and be like, ah, how about that, right? Because then he went and murdered a bunch of people. It'd be like if Hitler wrote this awesome joke book and then you know did the Holocaust, and for <laughs> the rest of time these one-liners would be untouchable. You could not use these one-liners. And you know they'd be good. And everyone would be like... You know, you'd say, Hey, you know, did you hear the one about the... the You know, about the 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 duck at the lemonade stand? And they'd go, You mean the one Hitler said? And he'd be like, Listen, I can separate the artist from their work, okay? We don't do that here. But, um we don't
1: do it. no. we definitely
2: don't do that here <laughs> we do, we do, there are many things we do here and that's not one of them fotini henderson yeah, says go ahead
1: yeah i was agreeing
2: i was just agreeing with you that we don't do that yeah uh she yeah, said candace was too extreme he hasn't heard of y'all uh, i'll tell you what uh fotini if uh if candace is too extreme for him we might have been too, he might have turned us off But you know what? I wish he had watched us because we definitely would have at some point said it was bad to kill lots of people, um, which we
1: say often. We we would have pointed out. We would have pointed out that um, Spike and I, uh, we really don't discriminate against anybody, and uh, we actually are kind of for open borders, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) we're 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 pretty like libertine, like. Uh, we're not all about the murder.
2: Yeah, the murder thing is definitely you know I agree to disagree on the border thing. I, 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 hard, hard stop at murder. Um, uh, Holcomb Monica says it's bad to kill people. That that's a that's we often say on this show two things. Um, we say that rape is bad and we're against it. We, we, there's a need for us to say that often, and then we often. also say often, often. Yeah. and then we we say that. Uh, and that we are against murder. Um, that's, that's another thing we often say there, there are genocide. There are a few things that we have to sometimes step back for various reasons and, uh, make sure that we, uh, have made it clear we're against, uh, Eric Damewood says that's out of mind comfort zone. That would be one of the things in the Jo in the book that, that, that
1: would absolutely be in the book. Let me tell you a little be. bit about it. Eric Damewood is a guy I hang out with like three, four nights a week. Oh, okay, good. Okay. And he is a dad joke extraordinaire and it makes me want to slap the beard, the poorly grown beard off of his face because he's so quick with it and you'll say something and he'll just go something along those lines because like I'm that. not that quick. Yeah, and you know that's out of my mind comfort zone and it's like, I hate you.
2: That, is, that an is an extreme a, dad joke there. That's a,
0: That is a, a
2: that is a that is a a uh uh get put in foster care dad joke. <laughs> um <laughs> that's that's a bad one. Um Jason says don't you start talking about bad about beards. Your beard, Jason, is that's I keep fantastic. shaving. I get I shave more often now entirely so that my beard doesn't accidentally get compared to yours cuz I just don't I don't I'm not I'm not for it. I'm not built for it and I I I I'm not I'm not here for that. But um so take away from this cuz this is the biggest obviously the biggest story here um with the least amount of notes. <laughs> yeah, no this was but, I mean we can right. we can wing it on this one. Murder right, is, bad. is, uh, murder is right? bad. Murder is bad. Murder is um, bad. Murder is bad. Don't do it. The the big thing here is that we're now seeing what's going to happen as a result. Everyone is saying, "Oh, we need to ban guns or or you know the big shooty black ones. We need to ban so the scary guns New um,
1: Zealand I believe it was today. I believe New Zealand uh announced a plan to ban the big scary black ones
2: that'll fix it right not for the and- not for the government of course, or for people, and of course, when you ban something." And someone doesn't care about the law. My understanding is that it was illegal for him to murder 50 people.
1: Right. I, the way that I get it. And real quick, just I wanted to touch on this earlier, but we just kind of started getting off track. In that video. Okay. In that video. Um, at the, when he first is walking up to the mosque. The, there there's a guy there who's muslim i'm gonna guess um just because he's there and right. he's one of them. um but he um he sees him coming up with a gun i believe he's got the gun out right. and the guy looks at me and he goes hello brother and then the dude shoots him hmm. in like i was watching it and i went he just said, hello, brother, to right. this guy. Like, that was a moment where it was just kind of like, even though this guy was probably just fearing for his life, he still like was like, no, I'm still going to be kind. Right. And to anyway, someone yeah, who more than
2: just, likely is about to kill me.
1: Right. Um, and that's just, it was just really poignant moment of that entire thing like it was those two words that that guy said you know just the hello brother um just that was more meaningful than anything that the shooter terrorist said throughout the rest of it
2: yeah yeah and it's i mean so there's a lot of places to go with this because this is where I do my my obligatory anarchist rant about this situation which is that we've we've been conditioned that it's okay to kill lots of people who didn't hurt anyone in certain situations. So for example, when I will compare this to, you know, the killing of a bunch of Muslims in Syria either the next day or the day after, probably more than 50 Immediately the same people that have been saying, you know, oh, this is horrifying. and so terrible with solidarity with the Muslim community. They go, well, but that's that's collateral damage in a war.
1: Right. That's different.
2: That's different. Now, I think they'd have more of a point if we were talking a defensive war where, you know, uh, an army's coming to attack us and we're fighting back and there's some crossfire that's also killing, you know, innocent people. That's one thing choosing to because we don't like the people or because the US government doesn't like the people in charge in Syria and doesn't like some of their actions and and also doesn't like some of the groups that are fighting against the government in Syria. And also, you know, that there's a strategic chess game thing here going on in the Middle East, and a bunch of innocent people get killed in the process. That's not a justifiable thing. That's no more justifiable than this guy saying, I'm sick of Muslims moving into my adopted country. That aren't you know I'm sick of people moving in that aren't my color or religion I'm gonna start killing them. Ultimately, you have people who are, and this is the definition of terrorism. They're using violence and threats of violence to achieve political goals. That's terrorism, and it's evil and it's murder and it's there's nothing it doesn't it doesn't become okay because it has the imprimatur of a of, of a government involved. Um. So anyway, that's that's my thought on that and. None of these bands are going to do anything except make it worse. And uh, uh, Monica says, you know, but the other mosque, the guy that ran him off had a gun. We had we had mentioned that earlier. And yeah, I mean, imagine if that guy had been at the first mosque. Imagine if I, I said to someone today, I said the best way to stop a shooter is just shoot him. That is an right. effective anti-shooter uh, measure. Um, and I, I just, I think that that I think it's a it's a bad idea. I think it's a bad idea what they're doing, and I think that uh, I think that it would be much better to. Uh, this is something where freedom would make people safer too, right? So. so, so I have no. Speaking of horrific things that you can't stop, and wow. that also there's not a way to. Beto O'Rourke. No, there, there
1: is no segue for that. <laughs> Beto O'Rourke. You can go from mass
2: murder terroristic event to Beto O'Rourke. An almost equal horror. Um, right. Beto O'Rourke. Robert Francis. Robert Francis. O'Rourke, whose father...
1: Go ahead. <laughs> from, uh, it's from the Deadpool. Don't... Francis, don't call me Francis.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Ajax or whatever. Yeah. Um. By the way, uh, Beto or Beto, we call him Beto on Beto, this show because it's not a real name. We call him whatever we want. By the way, I'm I call myself Spike. So a little bit of hypocrisy here. Um. But I'm also not claiming to be a Mexican. I also but anyways, so, Sp- Yeah, I don't. I don't call myself Spike. Um. Uh. I don't claim to be transpanic. The right. uh. Beto's father said that he gave him the nickname Beto Beto uh because it that you know it was a heavily Mexican area and it would help him ingratiate himself to the area or something like that and then Beto gave this ridiculous response to hearing that it was like oh yeah well you know I care about the community or whatever I don't know. so if, if you community- haven't figured out yet we aren't Beto fans Beto fans no.
1: But I will, you know, he announced his presidency and he wrote, raised, rose, raised, raised, he raised, he raised raised $6.1 million in 24 hours, which is a,
2: I believe that's a record. And it just, and it just beats Bernie Sanders, right?
1: No, uh, Bernie Sanders did
2: four. Huh. Uh, Ron Paul did six. So, Oh, so Bateau beat uh, Ron Paul's record. Yeah. That isn't depressing. Um, so Bateau, who is... Bateau mm-hmm. is everything that the left pretends that they hate really? Um, in one person who also pretends to be a progressive. He is yeah. um he is Hillary Clinton for people who miss Gossip Girl.
1: I'm going to need an explanation on that.
2: Maybe later. I <laughs> uh, no okay. he, he no he's I mean so for people that it there's not he's just so smarmy. This he is so this smarmy. is a man who has Forget that his policies are terrible. Forget that he is, you know, every terrible thing you can think about from the authoritarian left. He's just a dick. Like, so he, he, uh, how do you lose a likability contest to Ted Cruz, who gave himself, uh, uh, sarin, uh, not sarin gas, uh, ricin? He sent himself ricin in the mail. His dad, killed jfk he himself killed many people in the 1960s and 70s and when yet one when he was a (laughs) it started early and yet bateau beat him i mean no and yet he beats bateau can he move the cursor off his face please that would be my fault i'm sorry um yeah so we don't like bateau um you have some uh, things here. He he has a DUI and burglary arrest. They're definitely going to come back to haunt him. Um, yeah, it's so, going
1: to... So, yeah, what... Uh, his complete, complete misuse of the word literally has no effect on the GOP. Yeah, he uses the word literally incorrectly all the time, and it annoys the ever-living crap
2: out of him. Oh, me. is he one yeah, of those people? Because I haven't even watched his,
1: him. Yeah, it is oh, figuratively bateau. It is figuratively that you are trying to say well, that you are meaning to say not literally. And it annoys the crap out of me, but, um, he, he does say that he would knock down the entire wall and, um, his, uh, he's got really extreme positions on global warming. So like the GOP's on like, this huge attack and like, right. Oh no, it's the wall. And he was going to do like this crazy global warming stuff, um, passing uh, crazy legislation. And, right. um, Oh, don't worry. We're going to get to the hacking thing in a little bit, there, David Irish. Um, but um, yeah, so the the GOP has that, and they they're like, okay, well, he's got the DUI and he's got the uh, burglary burglary arrests. Right. Uh, those may come back to haunt him in the primary, but if he wins the primary, it won't affect him in the general.
2: But, P- people won't care at that point. They'll say it's old right. news, and and right, and it's exactly. you know, like whatever. Like that's one of those things where, if you don't like them, it's going to make you like them less, and if you do like them, it's going to not affect it. Like so, I, I don't see. A, I I don't think it's going to have a massive effect on people who aren't sure whether to support them or not. I think that we live largely in a post-scandal politics, um, where the only The only sin you can commit is to respond to it meekly um, or to, uh, you know, be defensive about it. Um, Trump's kind of shown us the the game plan for dealing with um, dealing with, you know, scandal or potential scandal um, is to make create even bigger ones um, and just make the conversation about you all the time so that people can't even keep straight. What's going on? They just know they're talking about you and you suck the air out of the room. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, to some extent, is trying to do the same thing um, with uh, somewhat less success. Um, But she's trying to do that same thing where it's always about her. And If you make it always about you, everyone else loses because they're not getting any airtime. So I I, I don't think that's going to hurt him. Um, What might hurt him is that he... Yeah, I I've, I've, I got, I got you. I think I got you know you more this. about this. I've I've heard about this, but I don't know all the details.
1: So, on the first day of his campaign, on the first day of his campaign, he he went around and he made a ton of gaffes. Right. Like immediately. Um the first one that he made, um he was complimenting his wife about how she raises the children and said sometimes with my help. And I'm certain that what he was referencing was that he's been, you know, uh, he was a representative. He was a representative. uh, He was a member of the house, correct? Before he ran for Senate. I believe so. Um, So I I know know, he was in the
2: legislature. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he was in, he was in, he was doing that. Well, she was, I think, I believe that she was more, I don't think she was a stay at home, but she was with the kids a lot more. So he made this, off comment, and people started. Uh, people started kind of attacking him. Um, uh, people started attacking him on it, saying that uh, he was minimalizing uh, what it takes to raise a child. And that um, yeah, six years in the house. That's what I thought. Um, it, he uh, that it, minimalizing uh, what uh, it takes to raise a child, and uh, that uh, he didn't respect. The parental border you know the parental stuff that parents do i don't know i'm not a parent and uh (laughs) so i don't care yeah i mean i Uh, don't
2: really see this as a is this a scandalous thing to say so not to the right
1: not to libertarians but you know not to anarchists Uh not to but to to the left he's starting to piss off people in the left with this talk because they're saying uh, that it's sexist. That you know he's he's not respecting single parent households and stuff like that. And then he came. Ah, uh, then he said that he felt in a Vanity Fair article. Uh, he said that he was just born to be in it. Um, which people started saying it. It was white privilege because uh, it was white privilege or sexism or male privilege. Male privilege, he, right? Right. He lives. He was, born for he was a he was a white rich child who. Basically gentrified this Hispanic neighborhood, uh, and they were like the beginning of like they like brought in all these other white people and drove all the Hispanics out. And that uh, you know he while he was Beto, in order to uh, not be picked on by the other kids, they were still oh like, wow he's he's yeah.
2: gentrification and cultural appropriation right.
1: Um, so they've been hitting him on that. Um, but both of these, he's he's been very apologetic, which you know that's you you want that kind of a backbone in a president um, who's just easily going to bend at the will of this people, just you know, like oh I mean yeah, listen, sorry, can I pin back further for you? Can I pin back further for you?
2: Um, I kind of like the idea of a president that's scared of everyone, honestly. But yeah. I I uh, I uh, yeah, I didn't really put that together. But yeah, he's kind of like. Right. A lot of things that the left hates about something that a white male would do, and,
1: and he then does all he. Of uh, <laughs> and then uh, it came out that while he was younger, I'm going to say in high school. I'm not sure if he was in high school or not. Right. Uh, he was a member of a hacktivist group, by which he went under the name Psychedelic Warlord. And wel- whilst whilst in this group, um, he wrote a. He wrote a hateful murder fantasy, which because I'm the kind of person I am, I took a segment and I wrote it, got it, (laughs) I inscribed it here, That I'm going to read on this episode of the writer's writer's
3: block,
1: right on this episode of the writer's block, we're going to get a little bit of what Beto, Robert Francis, Beto, Beto Beto. O'Rourke, Beto, Beto O'Rourke is like as a writer when he Mm. was younger. I wish I knew how to do his voice, by the way. One day, as I was driving home from work, I noticed two children crossing the street. They were happy, happy to be free from their troubles. This happiness was mine by right. I had earned it in my dreams. As I neared the young ones, I put all my weight on my right foot, keeping the accelerator pedal on the floor until I heard the crashing of the two children on the hood. And then the sharp cry of pain from one of the two. I was so fascinated for a moment that when after I stopped my vehicle, I just sat in a daze, sweet visions filling my head. This is the guy that raised $6.1 million in 24
2: hours. Probably before that. Um, Before people had read that. Oh, Lord. This is similar to Bernie's writing about how women fantasize about being raped, right?
1: Yeah. And it's just kind of like, well, yeah, no, they're writing and it's fantasy. Yeah, and I get that. I'm a writer. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. I'm a writer. Um, But as a writer, I know that in every one of my characters, there's a little bit of me. So how much? Yeah, I mean, hmm. how much of this is him versus Oh, no just you know some random fantasy that I'm coming up with
2: now no. he was like a teenager or
1: yeah you know that's that's the part that I kind of wish I had looked up um that's the part that I kind of wish i had looked up I don't know how old he was when he wrote that
2: because I mean I just remember being an angsty 14 15 16 year old I don't think I ever wrote anything quite that dark but I certainly had some dark thoughts at different times See, and hey, I think
0: here's my problem.
1: This was written while he was part of a hacktivist group going as psychedelic
2: warlord. Right.
1: I believe he's older than me. I'm doubting he was a hacktivist in high school.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if this was in his twenties, that's a little different. Because you should hopefully oh, be out six, of that angsty
1: he saying he was sixteen.
2: Who oh, who said
1: that? Or the other guy from Muddy Waters Media.
2: Oh, Jason? 16, I mean, yeah, I was kind of a, I, I, I don't, again, I wouldn't have written anything like that, but I certainly had some angsty thoughts at 16 that I wouldn't have now because I'm an adult. Um. I I don't know. I mean, it, it. put it this way, it doesn't look good.
1: It doesn't look good.
2: It don't look good, we, guys.
1: It's because of all of these things that the left has been kind of turning on him a little bit, even though they did <laughs> donate a crap ton of money to him.
2: No refunds. Uh, no Zero refunds. refunds and no Zero backwards. refunds for that. Yeah,
1: and uh, there's an unnamed Democratic strategist who uh, has worked on presidential campaigns in the past, and he asked to be remain. He asked to remain anonymous. Uh, he's not working on a campaign as of yet in this cycle, but he said that besides the fundraising, which was excellent, it was the worst possible start to a presidential campaign.
2: Sounds like it. I mean, listen, we believe that. It's more than like, or I believe, I, th- I think you agree with me that it's either going to be Biden or one of the non-white males. Like it's going to be either Harris or Cory Booker in a just world. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, Gabbard not going um, to happen. She actually went on the Colbert uh, on uh late night with Colbert and he just blasted her and tried to tie her to David Duke and you know, basically gave neocon talking points about, you know, why we need to stay in Syria forever. It was kind of, I mean, he didn't even try to be jokey. It was like a hit job on a Democrat for the crime of being anti-war and actually meaning it, not just saying it during an election season. And then, you know,
1: I mean, a lot of people don't, I don't know how many people actually know this, but um, Stephen Colbert, who, when he was a Daily Show writer and when he was writing for uh, the Dana Carvey show and Mm -hmm. all of that, great writer. Um, But somewhere along the way, he became really good friends. He became really good friends with John Podesta.
2: Oh. Well, that explains that.
1: Right. So, you know, (laughs) he's going to be more Hillary Clinton crowd, so he's going to be supporting whoever Hillary's camp is is backing even though they're saying they're not backing anybody until the primaries are over.
2: Yeah. Like they didn't back anyone, you know, as they were shafting Bernie, but, um, uh, uh, Jason well, said, that was
0: her uh, camp.
2: it was the, That's but it was, camp. the. no, I know, but it was the DNC giving, you know, pre giving her the, the, uh, debate questions and stuff ahead of time. And, you know, locking out super delegates. I mean, they've, they've had a lot of fun. there. My mom is watching hey uh mrs Wright matt's mom <laughs> have we got a show for you
1: yeah I am really glad you tuned in at this point not at a different
2: point uh, this is a good point this is a good this is a good time for our parents to be watching um oh, so yeah so we uh i i can't say that um we um <laughs> So, yeah, so not good for uh, Beto. Uh, speaking of fake uh, minorities, uh, Liz Warren, who's also <coughs> running for president, uh, she has called for the abolishment of the electoral college and switching to a popular vote, uh, which would effectively end the Republican experiment with government uh, because the whole idea is that each state is a. Autonomous nation state uh, or semi-autonomous nation state within a confederation of states and that that's why their vote counts separately because they get to pick as a state who the president who they want the president to be. This would eliminate all of that and just make it where basically New York, California, Texas, and to a lesser extent, Florida would decide who's president.
1: Yeah. And I thought it was really interesting because uh, she said uh, she was pushing. She was in Mississippi when she was talking about this, and she said, can, "During a general election, candidates don't come to places like Mississippi because they, like, the Democrats know that they're not going to win it. If this plan they goes, if they get, yeah, it wouldn't change that. Nothing about that would change.
2: They would spend all their time
1: in and... L.A., Chicago, New York, Tampa, Miami, Dallas."
2: Austin. yeah you would so, yeah. have you'd have the occasional stop at either a bigger city in a smaller state or some like stereotypical podunk town to try to reflect to all the other you know smaller towns that you care about them but for the most part all of your main resources are going to go into no one's going to give a crap about Iowa no one's going to give a crap about South Carolina no one's going to give a crap about Georgia or or New Hampshire, no one's going to care about Vermont or any of those states. They're going to New York, California, Florida, oh, t- Texas, and to a lesser extent Florida.
1: Not not yeah, and not even like they'll, they'll go to Tampa and they will go to Miami.
2: Yeah, and, and that's skip- the other thing. They're going to hit just the main population centers in yeah. the main states. Like you're 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 going to hit a couple dozen states. It'll be easier for the campaigners. Uh, But in terms of the idea, and again, I'm an anarchist and I'm slowly turning mad into one. um, The idea of representative government is a a farce. But if we're going to even try to have a representative government, it it ain't going to happen from someone saying like, all right, who has the most people? Okay, I'll visit there. And only there because that's where I'm going to, you know, because there's diminishing returns. The amount of time I can spend to talk to an audience of, 10 million or 2 million, and use those same resources to talk to an audience of 500,000, 100,000, 80,000. Um, I mean, Wyoming has a population of I think 700,000. Uh, uh, of California has a population of like 30 something million. Like, California would be a medium ish sized country if it were its own state. So, no, that's a that's a, a terrible idea. Um, She also called for reparations for the descendants of slavery. Um, Which, by the way, guys, whether you think that that's a good idea or not, if you're on the left and you want to lose to Trump in 2020, not 2050, in 2020, push hard for the 70% white country none of whom were directly involved in slavery and m- half of whom, most of whom weren't adults or weren't even alive during segregation and Jim Crow and all of that, and tell them, we're going to take money from you um, to give to people who also weren't alive during slavery and also those things didn't happen to. I have There's a long conversation we can have about reparations. I think that the government itself... Uh, should dismantle large parts of itself and sell it off uh, to give uh, in reparations for a few different events, including uh, 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 slavery in the aftermath. Um, but the idea of a reparation scheme where people are taxed or or debt is run up in their name—first um, of all, everyone's taxed, so we're going to take money from black people and give it back to them. Like it's just—it's a stupid idea, and 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 it's going to, its its a guaranteed way to make sure that the Democrats. Um, definitely lose to Trump. So um, keep pushing that. Uh, If you want to look at some, uh, uh, I think the most recent polling on it, and this is from four years ago, was that uh, a Pew Research poll was like something like 70% of Americans were against it. Um, So yeah, good luck on that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and I don't
1: see that number. I don't see, I do not see that number going up.
2: It didn't go up enough for that to be a good idea uh, uh, electorally. Like, so... You have a a relatively unpopular president, which I think that's overstated because of his strong core base of support, but that's another subject. You have someone with a lot of built-in structural problems. His likability is not that high. I mean, there are people who vote for him, but they don't really like him. Um, There's a lot to do there where you can come in with ideas that are popular. And there are a lot of, I hate to say it, there are a lot of leftist ideas that are popular with the general public. Slavery reparations is not one of them. They are extremely popular with the far left and black people. And that's it. That There's no other demographic, racial or or, or ideological demographic, where that isn't wildly unpopular. Um, so, anyway. So, that's not a good idea. Nope. So, um, speaking of people who are never going to be president, there's actually two... Speaking up, people who are never going to be president. Kristen Gillibrand. Is it Gillibrand? Gillibrand? I think it's I think it's a hard G. Gyllenhaal. That's really what she reminds me of. Gillenhall. Um well, that's Gyllenhaal. Hall. She's like one of them. Um Kristen, who's the junior senator of New York, announced that she's running for president. She's guaranteed to have zero impact in the race.
1: Which is funny. I, I thought she already had. So when I saw that in the notes, I was like, I thought we were already reported. that.
2: <laughs> she may have said it again because no one yeah, I think responded that she may have been the first doing, a, time.
1: Yeah. She may have been doing an exploratory committee the first time.
2: Oh, uh, okay. And then now she's officially, yeah, I, I, uh, Jason says, do you think, uh, this is a call oh, to keep, cool. hmm? is it Gillibrand?
0: David oh, I, okay, okay. David Irish.
2: Um, Jason says, do you think that this is a call to keep or bring back? I think we lost Matt. Oh, Matt, Uh-oh. Matt. yeah, There we are. Um, lost Matt for a second. Yep, And he's gone. Anyway, uh, Jason says, do you think this is a call to keep or bring back black voters after walk away or Blexit? Sure. I, I, maybe, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think walk away and Blexit were always somewhat overstated. We may be getting Matt back. Um, uh-huh. I don't am, I don't I, I think you're back.
0: Okay.
2: Uh Jason was saying, do you think that the reparations thing is a call to keep or bring back black voters after walk away and Blexit? maybe. I I, I think I honestly you, you think so?
1: Yeah, I mean I could see that it makes it makes sense. It's like let let me pander to you more on something that I know I'm never gonna be able to give you.
2: Well, and that's the other thing. Like, even if you got elected having promised that now it's definitely not going to happen. But it's it's especially not going to happen because you're not going to get elected on. On that being even in your m- top 10 you know policy things that you're saying. Um, here's the thing. The idea of telling someone, Yang Gang, that we're going to give you money because you exist is really popular. It's even more popular to say you are due this money because of a horrible thing that happened. And again, I not going to spend the time talking about my thoughts on, on reparations. They're way more nuanced than they probably sound like they are. Um, but this, what they're proposing, bad idea, not popular and, and, and great way to make sure that, that Obama, that, uh, Trump, uh, wins uh, re election uh, in, uh, 2020. And uh, and 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 if you push hard on it again, great way to make sure whoever the Republicans put for at least the next two or three generations, it's incredibly popular with black people, black people because of the white flight from the Democratic Party, black people and the growth of the black population, black people and people of color are an increasingly important core part of the Democratic Party, especially in southern and Midwestern states. They are the party there. Um, and so like over half, something like 60% of, uh, of, of, uh, Democrats in South Carolina, the state I live in are black. So you want to make, you know, Democrat, you want to get a Democrat, anything in South Carolina, you have to appeal to black people. And so they're doing it as sort of a, a primary play, but it's, it is so unpopular that even if you abandon it during the general, it still has the potential to hurt you electorally. So I don't know what to tell you. Um, Let's see. Oh, speaking of also not running for president and is gay, Rosario Dawson has uh, is, is is not gay or running for president. Uh, she has yeah, said she that she's what's that?
1: She is, yeah, she is neither of those things. She's she is neither is of neither those gay things. Nor running
2: for president, but what she is is telling people that she's dating Cory Booker, the New Jersey oh. senator who is running for president.
1: Which, we've been over this on the show before. Probably multiple times. Yeah. But, Cory Booker is on the down low. And for anybody who doesn't know what that means, that means that he is secretly gay and hiding. it.
2: And that is charitable, to describe Cory Booker as down low. Okay? He is not... Admitting to being homosexual, and by the way, we're not again Like, we are not. If you're gay, if you're trans, whatever. Like, that's your business. Good for you. That I. I don't think any more or less of you as a result of that. And, and then right. Matt. Matt feels the same way. But, but let's let's just. That. Okay. I thought I thought we brushed
1: over, like granted not everybody's going to see all of our show but yeah we brushed over that at the beginning where we don't discriminate against anybody
2: oh yeah 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 we're we're again like your religion your race your whatever we do we don't care and we believe you should be able to live your life to the fullest extent that based on what you want in life let's talk about Cory Booker's obvious homosexuality putting aside the fact that he has been accused of sexually uh, assaulting a man um. Because that may or may not have happened. He hasn't been accused of sexually assaulting a woman. And uh, he uh, is. So a down low brother is usually someone who you wouldn't necessarily know they're gay. But then suddenly it's like, oh, wow, he is, you know, having sex with men or is dating a man or whatever on the down low. Like we don't, you know, you didn't. Know, there was no reason to think that. He's, I guess, down lows a way to describe it because he's really holding on to that. Rosario Dawson. Okay, first of all, I'm not gay. Uh, okay, yeah. sure, uh, all right. Don't care if you are. I'm dating Rosario Dawson. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, your mom's watching yeah, in, Yeah, she's probably not watching anymore. Um, yeah, I like that you dropped the F on the... Um, Just like... Yeah, this... this. Okay, first of all, Rosario Dawson, I've had a crush on forever. Like, I don't remember the first time I saw her in a movie, but I know that I've had a crush on her for basically since that moment.
2: Hashtag Matario. Uh,
1: no, I'm good on that right now. <laughs> uh... Our last hashtag get mad at date thing didn't work. Um,
2: you have to keep going. You have to keep going. Anyway, go ahead. But uh,
1: Oh, yeah. By the way, your mom's watching. Um, oh, wow. Hey, yeah.
2: mom. <laughs>
1: so but um, on the
2: way to church, um, something happened.
1: But this Rosario Dawson thing reminds me so much of when Michael Jackson married lisa marie presley where it's just like come on yes like i get it you can't let people know about your secret shame which we all know about now um but like in a big way and uh like i get that like you want to keep that hidden but you're saying that you married elvis's daughter like his second fake marriage made a lot more sense
2: because that was oh, like. what with little, his kids that are somehow
1: yeah, white. Right. right. Yeah, because, you know, like at least that was a longtime friend that had been with him, like for right, years. Right, right, right. They,
2: they'd known each other for a long time and they were really yeah. close. So was like, that I was yeah. like,
1: okay, yeah, that makes yeah. a lot more sense. Right. Uh, as, he was really known as being a recluse that didn't like go out and do the party thing. Like, yeah, Brian. where did you and Lisa Marie Lisa Presley Lisa Marie
2: Pet Presley. At-
1: Let's have this secret relationship for however long. And then come out and get married. And we're going to kiss on MTV just to prove that it's real. Because you know, I've seen movies and it's not always
2: real. Let me say something. I both do and do not wanting how in love we are. It's indescribable. And someone says, kiss her. And then, and then he has to launch into a diatribe about how she has agency and that he can't just do a thing like that. And she just stands there uncomfortably. Cause that is the Cory Booker. We all know and love. That is the um, Corey Booker.
1: We all know and love. I could see that actually. I could see that playing out exactly how that
2: goes. That's ex- that, cause he's not, he, is he going to do it? Like, is he going to, Oh man, that's that. 100%.
1: He, he'd be like, no, she's, she's not comfortable in this moment when everybody's like, no, it's, it, it, it's, it, it's you it,
2: Corey. It, it's yeah and, and she would go it's okay and they will say <laughs> that and and virginia governor ralph northam doing the moonwalk these are the things but, that yeah, america these deserves things. to see absolutely if, my mom if, thinks if, if that resided. i blocked her i didn't block you why would i block you yeah. i love you i wouldn't block you oh but yes we want to see that
1: we definitely want to see that, and Spike would never block his mom. I would never block her.
2: That's that's absurd. That's funny that she watched this time of all times. Um, so what do we? So we have Savage the Democrats, which is not we're not usually this one sided on savaging Democrats. We're usually, pretty piss everyone off now, at this
1: point. But in all fair, like so, most of it we were trashing on Bateau. and you know he just announced the campaign run. So of course, right. and then of. That just obviously leads to Elizabeth Warren, which obviously leads to Kristen Gillibrand, which obviously re- leads to Cory Booker. Right, obviously. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just hard not to. Uh, it's hard not not to go down that path once you when you talk about Beto, Beto like immediately you're going to find yourself talking about Cory Booker and
2: Rosario Dawson.
1: <sighs> I Dawson's.
2: just, I just, I just don't there's nothing I like about him just no. outside of his policy. He's this man live streamed his own teeth whitening to show he's an every man. Cause you know, that's a thing that I, every man would do. I, t- I just don't, I, he's, he is, there are so many memes that I want to show you that are in my head and about him and all of them are true. Uh, I will not spam our page with them after this episode. Cause I learned my lesson last week about spamming Thank the page you. with memes all at once. Um, yeah. but, uh, so now to show that we, this, we aren't Republicans, um, that, uh, that we're act, this is actually purportedly a libertarian, uh, uh, channel, um, libertarian show. Uh, So Trump issued his first veto last week um, of the uh, so for those who I would imagine if you're watching a multi hour long libertarian podcast, you probably already know about this. But in case you didn't and if my mom's still watching uh, Donald Trump uh, uh, signed or announced a national uh, emergency uh, in order to secure funding to begin construction on the wall, uh, the Mexican border wall or the continued construction of the Mexican border wall that he was not able to get in negotiations with Senate Democrats, which is how an emergency works, I guess. Um, Mom, there's
1: so much shade at you. That's awesome. What did she say? Don't forget to watermark your meme. (sighs) (laughs) For anybody who's watching this right now that does not know what that's in reference to, Elizabeth Warren got her DNA results back. And got her DNA results back, and it turned out that she was 99.991% white or whatever right, it was. But right. they used that evidence uh-huh. as that she wasn't lying. Right. Spike made a meme of Elizabeth Warren and it said, It's okay to be 99.991% white.
2: Which became and- the most popular meme on Facebook that day.
1: It did, and not on our page. Not on our page. I mean, it was the most popular meme on
2: our page, but it was, it was all, uh, easily the most popular uh, uh, meme on our page as well. Uh, but m- maybe a billion a people, people saw it that day. It. Yeah, I did not watermark it, and uh,
1: it was used in presentations. <laughs> on how to make a proper meme.
2: Yeah, it was used a lot. It was it was probably close to a billion people saw it. If you are watching this, you probably saw it. Yeah. If you're not watching scary. this, you probably saw it. Probably saw. Roughly a third of Facebook saw it from just from the pages I know that shared it. Not including yeah. the ones that we don't know
1: so for yeah, sure. his mom to drop don't forget to watermark your
2: meme she loves These me days. and she's making sure she's making sure yeah that's just that wasn't that shade is, she was she was trying to help
1: thanks mom my comedy gold i definitely right will not
2: forget that no actually, i won't i will uh Woo. i will watermark that meme and that's I'll true. think of you when i do it now uh whenever i watermark a meme from now on I'll remember this um so uh Nice. So, I'm glad everyone's enjoying that uh, bit of comedy. Uh thank you, mom. Um but uh so yeah, so he he passes this thing and uh this national emergency, the Senate votes against it fairly overwhelmingly, but not enough to overcome his veto. He vetoes it. This is his if correct me if I'm wrong, this is his first veto.
1: I believe it was 61 to 39 was the uh
2: was the vote. The Oh, the um, vote to overturn the veto.
1: No, that was the vote to be the, the, that was the vote to overturn the emergency declaration with 60. Oh, okay. Votes. Okay.
2: What's okay. I
1: think, you need, and you need 75. Yes. Yeah, 75, 70, 70 to 75 to overturn a veto,
2: whatever you need. He, he, there weren't enough. And he, he vetoed it. And I don't think, I love you too. I'm not mad at you. Um, he vetoed, uh, he vetoed it. It's, it's not going to get it overturned. Um, So now it's going to go to the courts, but so here's the thing with, with, um, with this emergency. First of all, this is not an emergency like this. No, if, if, if something is an emergency, you deal with it right then you don't negotiate it for two years and then go, well, now this thing that's actually slightly gotten better in this time is now an emergency because I couldn't get, you know, the people I was negotiating with to work with me. Um, you need 66. They had 59. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, they they pretty decidedly voted against it, but not enough to to overturn a veto. Um, so, at any rate, here is a, 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 a president who... Well, he comes from a party that talks about limiting government. He himself has not really talked a lot about limiting government. He's run as a somewhat radical populist who... Will grow yeah, parts of he, government. He he hasn't really run as a conservative.
1: I mean, he's talked about deregulating a lot of government and right. rid of a lot of the redundancies in government, which right, is right, right. very that's a very conservative I, ideal. But other than and, that, and a good,
2: it's a good one. It's a good idea too.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, when he's deregulating and like cutting back on government, I'm like, yeah, you keep that up. Uh, like, he cut the funding department of Edu- like for his budget proposal. Nice. Uh, that just came out not too long ago. He cut the funding for the Department of Education, like a lot.
2: Yeah. I can't That's remember what the
1: final number was.
2: Like. It was good and things. I was like, These are all good things.
1: You were you getting so much closer to that zero number. We
2: need that to be at. <laughs> it's, it is closer to zero than it was before. So, you know, we, you know, and it's hard to please an anarchist and an almost anarchist, uh, right. a minarchist minor kiss um but um <laughs> because we have to have a minor kiss on the show um but yeah. there have been a few times he's done stuff and we're like okay good but uh this is not one of those here he, so his first veto of all the things that have been brought to his desk the first thing he vetoes is a check on a check and balance on him his power, on his power to Basically subvert the uh, congressional, you know, legislative process, and say no. I need this money because it's totally an emergency. Um, in in a somewhat cynical way, because he even said himself, "I didn't want to do this, and I didn't was it, I didn't have to do this, or 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 I didn't want to do this, or so, he said something where it was like basically he yeah. said it's not an emergency. Like this is an emergency is something you absolutely have to do. I think he said I didn't have to do this or something like that, but it's like this is not an emergency like so
1: that is I your w- chair i keep
2: hearing squeak right no um someone keeps coming in so you're hearing that i like,
1: keep getting worried that somebody's like coming in from like <laughs> out here and i'm like man i have no escape route where i'm at like right
2: right yeah it's like how dare you talk about brent and tarrant um right. <laughs> but uh no, no 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 yeah no that's not the door and everyone's safe we're all safe here um but um yeah, so I mean, this was not a good. This was not something that we should be happy about. Like, if you're a libertarian, even if you, even if you're a libertarian who thinks that the government should control, you know, immigration or you know that that a wall is 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 needed, um, this would not be the way to go about that. And it also. Yeah. It does, so there have been other national emergencies before. There actually are some, some that are still on the books. But And Jason is, has been a little bit more eloquent with this than I have. But uh, uh, my understanding is this is the first example of, uh, uh, this is the first precedent of a president signing a national emergency to get funding for something. I think, or something. If Jason's watching, please tell us what that what the precedent right, yeah. is. But it wasn't a good one. It was not a good precedent uh, that was being set. Um, so we are definitely not. That's not a good thing, um, and I uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I I have a feeling that the courts are going to strike it down. But by the time it gets to the court, if he's replaced Ruth Bader Ginsburg at that point, then maybe. Maybe it'll pass. I don't know. But it, it, it definitely... It will make it easier for a Democrat to pass an emergency Green New Deal if and when they ever come back to power.
1: Right. Um, I was actually talking... Like, I was talking about this the other day with somebody. And... Because um, uh, the subject of Rand Paul came up in a very roundabout way. Because, okay. you know, libertarian. So, obviously, his name gets dropped. um, And... Uh, I was asked if I thought whether or not Rand Paul's uh, vote was a good one. And I said, yeah, because what he's doing is unconstitutional. Right. To which the response was, and I'm going to dumb all of this down just for the sake of time. Uh, his response was essentially, but they've done it. And I said, well, two wrongs don't make a right. Whether or not, yeah, whether or not you... Whether wh- whether or not you uh, agree with the president or don't agree with the president, we have to live by the Constitution. Well, they aren't. Well, that doesn't matter. Do you want to hold yourself to a higher standard?
2: So then, then, why not vote for them? Like so, these damn dem and the D- Democrats do it as well. Uh, our our guest that uh, uh, that was on earlier that was talking about the Hegelian dialectic between uh, the the left and right, the the march back and forth the left is in power, they mistreat you, you go, oh, i got to vote for the right, and then the right comes in, and they mistreat you, and then you vote left, and blah, blah, blah. Um, All of that to say that the Democrats do this too, but this is a common refrain from both parts, both statist parties, both the Republican and Democratic parties. Those damn other party members, they are subverting the Constitution and doing unethical and illegal things, and then they get into office, and do unethical and illegal things, and say, well, they do it too. Oh.
1: Oh, does that make it okay? Right. So I guess just... This is someone... coming from, like, a lot of this, a lot of this is coming from the generation of people who told me as a child, if Spike jumped off of a cliff, would you? Right. Right. Two wrongs Spike don't make a robbed, right. Yeah. If Spike robbed the liquor store, would you? Probably. If Spike ate all the Gefilte fish, would you?
2: I would not eat. Gefilte <laughs> fish is terrible. <laughs> but I, I might have, have robbed fish. a liquor store, and I think you probably would have joined me. If I that, probably, I, yeah. Probably yeah, that would. <laughs> it's just, yes, actually, yes. Yeah. Um, but Gefilte fish, no, no. I have limits. Um, <laughs> I have uh, I have yeah, boundaries.
1: Like in life, life limits. <laughs> I'm not going to jump off of a cliff. I'm no, not gonna definitely get not
2: going to jump off a cliff, and I'm not going to give to fish, which is disgusting. Why you would do that to a I white fish?
1: rob a liquor
2: store. When I was an addict. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. Your liquor, or your life. My mom's still watching. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so yeah, so your liquor, or your life. Um, speaking of. Do what I say or I kill you. Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. That was actually a good segue. Um, That was a good segue. He signed a bill that makes it a crime to... And I've only read the headline. I pray to God you've actually read an article about this. I did. You did? Good. Uh, It makes it a crime to disrespect the state, the Russian state, and spread fake news online. So now the government is deciding what is fake news. And it's now a crime to spread it uh, and also to disrespect the state. That's not open-ended. So please tell me this isn't as terrible as it sounds in the takeaway.
1: No, it is. It's just as bad as it sounds. Um, They they didn't say – like there were no punishments that were like actually in the article that I was reading. But yeah, if you say anything that disrespects Russia – yeah, if you say anything that disrespects Russia or anything that disrespects Putin, then you're kind of I don't know Russian for dicked. Um, dick. Skeed. And if you say <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Dick Skeed, you're, you're d- Dick skeed. skeed. You're
2: up Poopsky's Creek,
1: and uh, if you spread fake news online, which of course Russia does have a state-run news source, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it.
2: yeah, yeah. They have state-run, and then they have like Pravda, which is the Communist Party um, news. Um, right. Actually, I don't think they're the Communist Party, but it's like whatever the party is that's in power, their news service. And then you have RT, right. which is their news service to other countries. Like here we get RT and stuff like that. So, But yeah, it's, it's, it's state media.
1: Right, it's state media. So if you say anything that the state media would not put out or anything against what the state media is putting out. That's going to be fake news.
2: Yeah.
1: You would also then be in violation of this law, and you would be able to be punished under this Russian law. Now, granted, none of us are Russian, so we don't really need to worry about it. Well, maybe some of us are Russian. I don't know who's watching. Um, But probably most of the people watching this episode or listening are not really privy to this law. But this is the kind of law where... Somebody's going to see this law and they're going to see some sort of the state-run media is going to put out how good it's been for the country. And this, that country will then put out something like this. Like this is something that can spread. This is something off.
2: Oh, easily. Yeah. I mean, this is a terrible, this is, this is a terrible thing. And, And there are other countries that already have this, but probably none that are as with the exception of China, there's no other major country that, is this repressive of their of of just general public sharing stuff um and china that's kind of baked into the cake we it's something that we hope uh they're not going to be able to as their country grows in affluence and 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 and, and per capita income and wealth we hope that that leads to a a stripping away uh, a, a, a increasingly wealthy people saying hey i'd like to also be free too we hope that it leads to that whether it will or not it's a whole other subject uh with Russia this is kind of a throwback to the USSR days where it's like that's not from approved media you can't share that and right. um that's uh that's pretty horrifying and when you think of the fact that i mean the russian government acts i mean every every government is essentially organized crime it, 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 they act like a mafia um they just use different terms for everything uh, than what the what you know what a, a a private sector organized crime would do, but they act like a mob in other countries i mean they they drop uh pellets of of radioactive isotopes in people's you know they poison people with radioactivity and stuff. like I mean pretty rough customers so for them to now decide, yeah no, you can't tell people things that we don't like um like we're gonna punish you for that um. That's pretty brutal. And they also that's, dope yeah, in the Olympics yeah. and that's not fair.
0: No, I, I here's why that
2: matters. Okay. I'll do this rant. Um All right. This rant's been waiting since whenever the winter Olympics were. Russia <laughs> opened, cheated in the 2014 Olympics in their home country. There was this there's this uh oh what's it called? Um there's a do- documentary on Netflix about it. My wife m- made me watch it, and now I am horrified. Because they doped... This is important. Matt doesn't think it is, but it is. And here's why. They doped in the Olympics, and they had this, like, these trap doors that would, you know, they'd take the samples uh, that people had to do, regular samples, to make sure they weren't doping, and they'd switch them out with clean samples. P- picker... Picker... Pickerous? Picker- 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 pick. Anyway. Uh, they... Uh, and so they did this thing. And so. What was that? No, that I think it's called, it? I think it's called Picarus. Pick, pick, pic, pic, okay. something, Icarus, some kind of Greek naming thing. Icarus, Icarus, maybe Icarus. I don't know. You can Google it after the show's over. Not don't do it now. Anyway, so they did the doping and this matters. They, so the, the, the Olympic anti-doping committee said, that's it. None of you can compete in the next Olympics. So instead what they did was they competed under this they couldn't compete under their flag, but they all still competed together with their coaches under the they had a name for it. Hold on. This is important. This is I don't care. I don't uh, uh.
1: it is called Icarus, I will
2: say that. Is it, is it Icarus? That makes me feel better. They had them, they, so they called themselves the, where is it? Damn it. The, it even had Russia in it. They couldn't compete as Russia, but they competed as the Olympic athletes from Russia. <laughs> Did they really? And they still doped. They still came out all like their veins, all and then, like, you know, figure skating, and they were doing all this stuff. And yes, and yeah, they cleaned that's up. What
1: that's what you're looking for in a figure skater is a <laughs> roided out, muscle bound, <laughs> definitely, definitely not by any means graceful skater. Skater. Yeah, that's that. That's that's what you're looking for. It's unfair, that's,
2: that's- is what it is. And so, screw you, Russia, for sp- just for that. For just for specifically for that. That makes me upset. I know that they do sponsor our show on occasion, but I, I just I'm not <laughs> happy with them right now about that.
1: Well, you should have been unhappy with them in 2018.
2: Oh, I was, but this is like the first chance I really had a, a oper- opportune moment to talk about it. Yeah, that's fair. Um,
1: Yeah. I I don't care about the Winter Olympics, like, even a little bit. Let them, roid Don't care.
2: I I shouldn't care.
1: No, you shouldn't.
2: (laughs) When – oh, you can't compete, Russia. Okay, we'll be the Olympic athletes from Russia. Okay, but you can't use your flag. Okay, we'll just use this flag for us and we're from Russia. Oh, okay. I just, it's not, it's just, it isn't, I shouldn't care.
1: Yeah. And the, and <laughs> the reason that the real reason that I don't really care is because if the Olympic athletes from Russia won right. awards, the only reason that Russia was out of it was so Russia didn't get awarded the awards, but that's not Anybody that's seen Rocky four or Creed two knows that's not what matters the fact that you're a russian who can bring home a gold or a heavyweight championship belt is what matters otherwise you get shipped off to ukraine so the 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 olympics are no better than fifa they're dirty it's disgusting. They it is. Cheat.
2: It's incredibly incredible. It's a bunch of governments competing with each other using sports.
1: Right. Using sports. It's that literally should work the,
2: well. Right.
1: I mean, it's literally Greece.
2: It is literally Greece. It's it literally Greece.
1: And so, yeah, I don't I don't like, yeah, I watched the swimming in the Summer Olympics because I was a swimmer. Other than that, I don't care about any Olympic sport that's out there. It doesn't matter to me.
2: David Irish says, how about transgender male to female competing in female uh, Olympics events? Here's the thing. Now imagine a roided out Russian guy competing in figure skating. He would be awful. He would nail his quintuple axles. (laughs) Graceful he would not be.
1: Graceful, he would not be.
2: Now, imagine if he goes Tanya Harding.
1: He'll See, kill them. That could, t- that, okay, so now we got a conversation. Now there's <laughs> an
2: issue. If he goes Tanya right. Harding, people will die. No, absolutely. So there's a lot of, couldn't Russia field an entire team of trans that meet the letter of the rules but have the advantage? I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. And they'll come up and go, oh, I'm, I can't think yeah, of I'm a right. single Russian. Woman name. Yelena. Yelena. Ich bin Yelena. Oh, that's German. But
0: Natasha.
2: Nata- oh, Natasha. I am Natasha. Behold my skating. It's not a good thing.
1: I, I must break you. I break you. Yeah.
0: Imagine
2: imagine <laughs> Dolph, Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Coming up. The I f- am <laughs> Natasha.
1: I am. I here pretty country. princess. You.
2: I dance to Buck. Anyway. Um, so we're against that, but Matt doesn't care.
0: Dolph Lundgren doing
1: ribbon twirling. <laughs> I am dancing. pretty deep
0: princess. In <laughs>
2: so. So. I have an episode tomorrow. Yes, you do. Was there anything else? I think we we hit it all, right? No, we covered it. Murder's bad. Taco Bell saves lives. All the Democrats so far are pretty much making sure Trump's going to win. Trump's making sure he's not a good president. And Russia is no longer a place of refuge for libertarians. Um, And Rosario Dawson apparently has no problem being a beard. Rosario, come on now. Cory Bu- be Booker tried to make a sex, a sexting scandal with a, um, with a stripper on Twitter. He tried to have his own sexting scandal, but he was so milk toast in what he wrote to her that no one cared because he's gay and it's okay. If you're gay, And
0: no one cares.
2: No one cares if you're gay. Be gay. Like, I mean, go be a gay guy. Don't th-
0: I'm dating hey.
2: Rosario Dothan. No, you're not. No, you're not. And when your kids look exactly like her, Michael Jackson is a bla- was a black African-American, dark-skinned black African-American man. The fact that he did a bunch of surgery did not change the fact that he was genetically a dark-skinned black African-American man. No one in his family was not a dark skinned black African American. Okay. His kids are white.
1: Yeah, Paris is real white.
2: Like white, not even mixed, just white. And people go, Oh, well, you know how Michael looked later. That doesn't carry into your genes. No, that that
1: that is not part of the mathematical equation that equates children.
2: Right. That's that's not your DNA didn't get disrupted, now you're Caucasian.
1: Like if I if I darken my skin, which I wouldn't, I would never do. But uh, if I did ever darken my skin because I decided that I suddenly identify as uh, as, as an African American or black,
2: I kind of want this uh, to happen now. But go ahead. My children would not come out.
1: My kids would still come out looking whiter than Paris Jackson.
2: They would still not much whiter because she's pretty white, but. I just. uh, Yeah, but I mean, look at me.
1: They're they're coming out real white. Oh yeah, no, they're They're gonna be super
2: super. They're gonna be Irish white, Irish spring white. Yeah. So, enough of that, Corey. Enough of that. (laughs) So tomorrow is my fellow Americans. My show. Let's talk about my show. I am having. So I'm having my guest that I was supposed to have last week. Uh, we did not have my episode last week because of the great Facebook outage of 2019 uh, and, um, and so we're having my guests on from last week. They are Joshua Smith and James, Joshua Joshi Bear Smith and James Michael Smith, no relation. Um, who are uh, the co producers of the documentary Living in Liberty? Well, I'm going to have them on to talk about that documentary and on what they're working on for that. Uh, and uh, Matt, who do you have on for them?
1: Will you refer to James Michael Smith, No Relation, as a uh, piglet at one point for me?
2: I will now. Yeah, because
1: then, have- yeah, then you'll have like Winnie the Pooh and Piglet.
2: Joshy Bear and Piglet. I wonder yeah. if I can put like a little honey pot in between them and the in the that yes. should definitely make them happy.
1: Yeah, they'll love that.
2: I like my guests to be happy. And uh that should be a way to do it is to put a little where it says H U N N Y like you know and maybe Christopher yes. Robin behind him like
1: No, it's uh for, for
2: from Winnie the Pooh, it's H U N N I. Oh, was it I? Yeah, it's an I on I me. Mean. Oh, okay, well then well, I mean it would be from that that I would do it and then Maybe have Eeyore on there. There's a few things I could do, but I, I probably won't do any of that. But I, I, I'm I'm gonna I'll, I'll call him Piglet once and see how that works. Um oh, and uh,
1: a awful joke that I'll tell you afterwards because yeah can't please say it. yeah I don't do that the air.
2: <laughs> So who do you have on Thursday?
1: On Thursday on the Writer's Block, my show Thursday eight o'clock. Um, I have Sherry Voluntary who oh, yeah. is the host of the
2: sherry voluntary show nice that's a yeah. good get i want to get her on my show um so that's at yeah, 8 p.m eastern
1: when we first started talking she's like so what are you libertarian anarchist anarchist i'm like i'm anarchist leaning towards anarchy anarchist at this point point." and she's like oh good i was like Oh, God, like this entire show, like at first I was like, this entire show is going to be her trying to convince, like, just like do that last poll and uh, (laughs) get me all the way
2: off. How far has Spike uh, gotten you? Let me let me do the rest of the way. Where where are we at?
1: And uh, I was like, oh, and then we were uh, just talking the other day and uh, she uh, she kind of clarified, clarified what she wanted to uh, talk about. And it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. I'm definitely uh, looking forward to it.
2: Cool, cool. I look forward, and um, so that's eight p.m. Eastern. My show is going to be nine p.m. Eastern because I'm having to accommodate uh, Josh Bear who is in California, and Piglet, who is in uh, the UK, and so we had to <laughs> we had to we had to figure out. Uh, oddly enough, uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh, um, uh, a creation of the UK. So
1: yep, you know, A-A, fun A-A. fun
2: factoid there,
0: uh, and then on. Uh,
2: Friday uh, is going to be the wholesome Sabbath episode of uh, Mr. America, the bearded truth, and uh, then have a great weekend. And we will see you again Monday for the beginning of the week episode of Mr. America, the bearded truth. And then check us out here next week, Tuesday, the 20, 26, 26 for a very special, very special episode of the uh, Muddy Waters of Freedom where Matt Wright turns mm, and uh, Matt, Wright turn,
1: Matt Wright turns one year older, one year,
2: year older than the very young age that he already is right now. That's right. Exactly. Special birthday episode. Um, And then on next Wednesday, my guest. Oh, I'm not having a show next Wednesday because it is my anniversary wedding anniversary weekend. And we're going out of town doing a thing.
1: Joshua Smith just said, Were you guys talking about me? Or, yes, Joshy Bear.
2: Yep, we sure were. Bear Bear. Um, Cannot wait to have the bear on. Bear.
1: What's that? Cannot wait to. I'm just a silly old bear.
2: That's better than my Winnie the Boo would be. Um, (laughs) So, Madison. Also, my hair. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a, that could go a few different ways. Um, yeah. So if if Matt, if someone was trying to find us on the internet, could they even do that? And how? You
1: know, they could. There there are multiple ways that somebody could find us on the internet. Uh, you can find us on Facebook.com/slash Muddied Waters of Freedom. You can also find us on the Twitter at Muddied underscore Waters, and you can follow find us on. <laughs> You can find us on um, the Instagram at Muddied Waters of Freedom. Uh, and you can find us on the YouTube at, get ready for it, youtube.com slash Media, because we wanted to change things up on you. And this and every other episode is available on muddiedwatersoffreedom.com.
2: Good. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I, there was a the thing I was going to say and I can't even remember what it was now, but it doesn't matter. So, guys, thank you so much again for tuning in, and uh, we will see you tomorrow for my show, Thursday for Matt's show, Friday for Jason's show, Monday for Jason's show, Tuesday for our show, and then you won't see me Wednesday. And uh, Joshua asks, Matt, I'm coming to the LPF convention in Tampa. I can expect to see you there, right?
0: Yes.
1: Well, I mean, you can expect to see me around the LPF adjacent convention. to the convention adjacent, yeah. adjacent. I'll, I'll be in the I'll be in the area and uh, I, I don't know if I will be in the actual convention um, I, I have a lot of people who don't like me there ever since I published some articles
2: would they be there though?
1: different articles
2: ah. um, so guys thanks again for tuning in we're going to end it on that uh, thanks again for tuning in and check us out the rest of this week And I was going to say my thing that I say, but that makes no sense. Where we're going,
1: we we don't need roads.